Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Coming up this hour, talking about IHSA girls basketball champions like... 2A repeat champion, Forest Park. We'll talk about that this hour. Also, more college basketball. Right now, though, all the scores and information you could possibly want on a busy Saturday night brought to you by the man himself, Network Indiana's Sam Fritz. And what a story that 2A girls state championship game was. The lapel of the Bulldogs were going for their first state championship and would fall short by just one with a three-point shot missing at the buzzer. A great effort nonetheless as the Forest Park Rangers would emerge victorious 38-37. In 1A, Lanesville Eagles winning their first state championship 60-41 over Bethany Christian. In 4A, the Fishers Tigers would fall to Bedford North Lawrence. The Stars winning the 4A state championship 46-42. And 3A, I thought this was a fun story in the first half. We're going to play it again here. 3A is the Fairfield Falcons and the Corden Central Panthers. The Fairfield Falcons would win their first 3A state championship. And it was a father-daughter duo, Brady Garber and Brea Garber. Here is Brady talking about what it's like getting to coach his daughter. Games is pretty intense. Um, she doesn't like losing. I don't either. She doesn't always like to hear it from dad. But you know, the best thing we've done is when we leave that gym, and this is back to our freshman year, um, we're done, we're over. I mean, we'll, we'll get home even after a bad game and we're joking and laughing and having fun. Um, she's done a good job of that, and I think I've done a pretty good job of that. Uh, but to be able to coach your kid and spend that much time together, that's, that, that's special. Moving on, you've heard it before. Indiana University upsetting Purdue University and West Lafayette tonight. The Hoosiers winning 79-71. to Coach Mike Woodson on what was the success for IU and how it felt getting this win. Mike, what a basketball game your team played tonight. We played unbelievable, man. I mean, the, the break of 10-year streak of not winning here. Um, you know, you got to tip your hat to our locker room and the guys that competed tonight because it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. It really was, Coach. While the game was dominated by Jalen hood Shafino, it would be Miller Cop that would end up giving the lead. I'm sorry, it would be Trey Galloway who would give the lead to IU in the second half, and here's what that sounded like. Stolen by Trey Galloway. Galloway drives all the way to the hole. Throws it off. Got it! Once again, Trey Galloway, he had 13 points on the night, 5 assists, 4 rebounds. Jalen hood Shafino, the story of the game, 35 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. And Trace Jackson-Davis, who was silent in the first half, finished strong with 8 rebounds, 7 assists, and 10 points. After that, Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, fell 66-58 to the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Ball State lost tonight, 75-68 to the Eastern Michigan Eagles. IUPUI would lose as well, 93-79 to the Youngstown State Penguins. Southern Indiana, the Screaming Eagles, won on the road 93-81 over the Tennessee State Tigers. In some smaller college action, 
we have Anderson University winning the HCAC Tournament Championship tonight against Rose Holman, a fellow Indiana University school. They won 73-55. The Valpraza, I'm sorry, the Vincennes Trailblazers were in action as they were away in Wabash Valley College in Illinois. They would end up winning 82-77. to Trine was in action. The women's team was in action today. They would lose their game 76-65. to The men's team lost yesterday 76-56. to IU Kokomo, the Cougars, you just heard that interview. They won their game against Point Park 76-66 to by 10 there. IU South Bend, they were victorious as well by two, beating St. Xavier 67-65. And IU Southeastern also won tonight 71-68 over Rio Grande. I'll be back again in 15 for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Great, great action at the IHSAA State Finals today. I want to thank uh, the commissioner for allowing me to um, be a part of that. Uh, Also to Heath Shanahan letting me uh, work on the single A game uh, with Rob Blackman and uh, Kurt Darling, it was, it was fun. Um, single A game, Lanesville wins it. Um, they had not had a sectional title until 2019, and uh, they were ranked number one. Lanesville, the Eagles, are ranked number one uh, coming in, and uh, they beat Bethany Christian today, 60 to 41. Coach Hinton, we uh, heard from earlier. Uh, in the night, Lindsay Wernert was the uh, uh, Patricia L. Roy Mental Attitude Award winner. They were impressive. They got out to a really uh, good start. And speaking of this game, Rob Blackman, my broadcast partner from earlier today and the voice of the Purdue Boilermakers, joins me. And, Rob, before we talk about the Boilers and the Hoosiers, uh, it was great to work with you uh, in this 1A championship won by Lanesville, and it was an impressive effort by the Eagles from Lanesville. Yes, it was, and it was nice working with you, Bob. It was the highlight of my day especially when you consider how my <laughs> evening went <laughs> right. at the arena. Right. But, uh, boy, you're right. Lanesville, we knew going into the game that they were very stingy defensively, only allowing 28 points a game. And, you know, you, those, as you well know, those statistics sometimes can be a little bit misleading. Right. You're never quite right. sure what you're going to get yourself into. But, boy, after watching Lanesville and the way they could defend and their length and their athleticism and their full-court press and – and their 3-2 zone defense in half court, I can see why they were one of the best defensive teams in the state because they're really good defensively. And and certainly they had enough offense today as well. So congratulations to Lanesville. That was a heck of a win and, and their first ever state championship.
championship in girls basketball. So that was a lot of fun to be a part of. Well, I, I hate to do this, but it's uh, my responsibility to talk about the unpleasant part of your day. Uh, IU beating <laughs> Purdue again. First time that the Hoosiers have won in Mackey in quite a while. And uh, this is an, an interesting game in the sense that Boilermakers get a decent start, have a four-point lead at halftime. But the second half uh, is uh, one in which the Hoosiers uh, went out and did well, especially Jalen Hitchafino, and we're able to come back with a very, very impressive win at Mackey Arena tonight. Yeah, no question. The first five minutes of the second half uh, was Purdue's undoing, and you tip your cap to Indiana, and especially Jalen Hitchafino. You think about this, Bob. At halftime, you you mentioned it. Purdue was leading 38-34, but Trace Jackson Davis had not scored a single point for Indiana. Mm. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, Indiana only had three players that had scored in the first half, but Jalen Hood-Shafino was single-handedly keeping that team afloat with what he was doing offensively. The fact that he finishes with a career-high 35 points, played all 40 minutes of the game, but more importantly, a freshman comes into Mackey mm-hmm. Arena and drops 35 on Purdue. You rarely, rarely see that type of a performance from a visiting right. player. But a tip of the cap to Jalen Hutchefino because he was extra special tonight. And that's what you have to have in the Big Ten if you want to win on the road. Uh, Purdue simply had no answer tonight for Jalen Hutchefino. He was the best player in the country tonight without question. And, hey, what are you going to do, man? Some nights... You know, you have a guy that gets red hot right. in Indiana. Right. They're well coached. They knew, hey, just give the ball to Jalen Nuccifino and everyone else get out of the way. And that was a game plan that worked quite well for them tonight. He was he was fantastic. One of the best performances I've ever seen with my own two eyes. You know, the other part, too, that's interesting is that from you know stat sheets being what they are, uh, I'm not sure you put too much attention on it or not, but statistically, you know, Boilers had to have a, night, a nice night, shoot the ball well. Uh, you know, they, they did a great job. And, you know, there's some glaring discrepancies stat-wise, except for the fact that Huchifino puts up 35 and IU gets a win. Just couldn't slow him down. Purdue... A little bit of window dressing at the end of the game. Purdue made a couple late threes in the final minute out of desperation. If you take away those two made three-point shots in desperation at the end of the game, Purdue only makes three threes. They go three of 21 from three. Um, Mm -hmm. So that certainly didn't help. But you're right. Statistically, I think Purdue out-rebounded Indiana by like 16 or something crazy like that. Purdue only had 10 turnovers. Indiana had eight. You know, if you just look at a stat sheet in a number of areas, you would think Purdue would have won the game quite easily. Right. But again, right. when the other team has a guy that just simply uh, literally put on his Superman cape right. and took his team to victory, I'm telling you, when you look you look back at the history of the Big Ten, and I've seen this happen with Purdue. I can remember Carson Edwards hey, Rob? scored 40 yeah. points right. at, at Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. Can you hang on? We've got to go sure. to a school board update, so yeah. hang on. We'll come back, talk okay, more sure. with Rob Blackman. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
All right, let's do a little bit of a recap of your NBA team, the Indiana Pacers, and their victory over the Orlando Magic in Orlando tonight. 121 to 108, that's Pacers over Magic. A big night for Pacers rookie Andrew Nemhard. Only two rebounds, three assists. 13 points, but he got things started real fast. He was the Pacers' first two scores of the games with back-to-back threes, as well as this rather impressive layup in the third quarter. The Magic turn it over. On the steal, the Pacers run. Right baseline, Halliburton into the lane. Nemhard with the left-hand scoop off the glass. He had Indiana's first two field goals to add a pair of three-pointers. And that's his first scoring since... T.J. McConnell is always present whenever he's on the court. He was only there for 19 minutes tonight, but he had six rebounds, seven assists, and six points. Here is T.J. McConnell contributing with a layup of his own. Holds back in the game for Orlando. He navigates his way to the rim, working down the left side of the lane, but he missed the layup. McConnell back the other way for Indiana. He takes it the length of the floor and flips it off the right-hand glass. Pacers now up by 17 with 8-12 to play. With that win, the Pacers are 27-35. and 35. They're 12th in the Eastern Conference with the back half of the season yet to play. More like the back 20 games of an 80-game season. The Pacers are tied with the Bulls in record. They will most likely miss the, even the play-in game this season. We'll see how that affects their draft later on in the year. For Never Can Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We rejoin Rob Blackman from the uh, Purdue Radio Network. He's the voice of the Boilers. Boilers lose to IU 79-71. Rob, you know I've spent a little bit of time in the coaching world and around basketball, and uh, my experience tells me that certain teams on schedules, certain rivals – uh, sometimes these are about matchups, and uh, it just seems like right now Purdue is not necessarily matching up well with IU. I know it's frustrating to, to lose these games, but you know, a simple explanation and not an excuse is matchups that they have in terms of how they approach it, and, and Purdue has, has done it and done it. Excuse me, IU has the better of them these last three times. Yeah, and Purdue's poor shooting has not helped. That first game in Bloomington, Purdue was very poor from the free throw line, which was an outlier because Purdue's been the best team in the Big Ten all season, free throw shooting Mm -hmm. percentage-wise. And then tonight, the three-point shooting that we were talking about before the commercial break really was Purdue's undoing. Purdue had a lot of open shots at the start of the second half. I thought the biggest difference in the game as far as a a little five-minute stretch, if you will, or a five-minute segment of the game was the start of the second half when Indiana made three of their first five three-point shots. All of them were wide-open threes, Mm -hmm. uh, made three of the five. Purdue also had five wide-open threes in the start of the second half. Purdue made one. So that right there, what a difference that is, three for five instead of Mm -hmm. one for five. Just like that, Indiana goes from down four to now they take the lead, and it just felt like Purdue was swimming upstream the rest of the way. But, again, I just can't emphasize enough the the performance that Indiana got from Jalen hood Shafino. I was talking about, as we went to the commercial break a moment ago, (laughs) the fact that, you know, Purdue won at Illinois, I can remember, a handful of years ago when Carson Edwards scored 40 points in the game when Illinois was clearly the better team. 
But Carson Edwards just had one of those nights where he couldn't miss. Right. And the next thing you know, Purdue wins. And I'm not saying Purdue is the better team tonight. I certainly felt like Indiana was the better team. But when a guy like that, Jalen Uchafino, goes for 35 points and you have no answer for him defensively, you're going to have a tough time winning. And that's what Purdue found out the hard way tonight. They had a tough time beating Indiana and, and could not get it done. Well, they got a bounce back coming up on Thursday at home against Wisconsin. It's an important game for them. Well, Purdue, I know Purdue fans hate to hear this, but these are the facts. Even though Purdue has lost twice to Indiana, all Purdue has to do is win one of their final two regular season games, and they're the Big Ten champions. It really is that simple. <laughs> uh, try to win, right. you know, win at Wisconsin Thursday or win at home Sunday against Illinois. If you win one of those two games, you're the Big Ten champion. Look, I know it doesn't take any of the sting out of it tonight, especially. Right. But if I think if you would have told a Purdue fan at the start of the season, hey, you're going to be the Big Ten champions, but but <laughs> you have to lose twice to Indiana, right. I think most Purdue fans right. probably would have taken that, which is exactly the, that's the situation that Purdue finds itself in right now. So still have business to take care of, but if Purdue can win one of their final two, they will be the Big Ten champions. Rob Blackman's the voice of the Purdue Boilermakers. Boilers lose to IU 79-71 at Wisconsin on Thursday. Rob, it was great working with you. Thanks so much for all you did. And thanks again for calling us, and have a great weekend. All right, Bob. Had a, had a nice time with you this morning. Thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you next weekend. I'll look forward to it. Mark Janes joins me from the – uh, IHSA Champions Radio Network. He had the call on the 3A and 4A championships in girls basketball tonight or today. Uh, Fairfield wins the 3A title 49-42 over Corridon Central. And Bedford North Lawrence beats Fishers 46-42. Great to see you, Mark. I appreciate you taking time. So tell me about this 3A win that Fairfield has over Corridon Central. Well, I mean, how special it must be for a couple of reasons for them, Coach. I mean, uh, you know, not not only is it the uh, first championship in school history in any sport, but, uh, you know, then there's the, the, the Garber family. I mean, my gosh, uh, a dad, oh, yeah. the head coach, is a 1,000-point scorer. Mom, the assistant coach, is a 1,000-point scorer. And the daughter is a state champion, a 1,000-point scorer. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, one magnitude award. Uh, and pretty good day for the Garber family of Fairfield, huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, an unbelievable day for the Garber family, quite frankly. Yeah, these were two teams, quite frankly, that uh, all season long have prided themselves on their defense. I mean, uh, Ava Weber obviously was uh, was strong for for Court and Central. It was their second trip to the the state championship, and uh, and in the end, it just you know as it often does, coach, at key times of the ball game, it just uh, one team makes plays and the other team doesn't, and uh, that that's usually is the difference in the basketball game. But uh, I think Bree Garber, quite frankly, overall was the difference of this basketball game. I mean, she's a very very special player for sure, and they were they were not to be denied. I mean, they never really gave Court and Central too much of a chance to get comfortable offensively. So, you know, it's one of those games where it's it's close. It's closely played, two evenly matched teams. And you're right, sometimes that star player steps up and elevates uh, her game. And, and Bree Garber certainly did it today. Yeah, and I, and I think, you know, uh, it, it, when you get uh, in a contest where you have 
two teams that pride themselves on their defense. And as you well know, that's not an easy thing to get across. I mean, that's not an easy discipline right. to get to buy into nowadays. Everybody wants to shoot the three, and everybody wants to run. And so what that does, that puts you in a position in a close ball game where you simply can't afford any empty possessions. And the team that had the fewer empty possessions down the stretch was the one that ultimately won the state championship. All right, the nightcap went to uh, Bedford North Lawrence, 46-42. This game kind of lived up to the hype. Everybody expected it to be a great game, and it certainly was. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, both teams, uh, I I think, play a very physical style of basketball. I mean, uh, Bedford North Lawrence struggled from beyond the arc, but they certainly made plays uh, when they had to. I mean, the outstanding duo – uh, for uh, for 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 the Fishers Tigers, Haley Smith and Olivia Smith both headed to Ball State. I mean, you talk about lockdown defense. I mean, uh, Bet, you know Bedford North Lawrence held those girls to nine points combined, but they certainly had other people step up at different points of the ball game for them. Most notably, Talia Harris, who's an outstanding guard for them with a lot of length, but. Uh, you know, uh, Chloe Spring really stepped up in the second half for Bedford North Lawrence, but uh, a little bit of worry on the face of the Bedford North Lawrence Stars when she found out with two minutes to go. She was their mm. leading scorer with uh, with 20 points. Now, Coach Sheehan had back-to-back and one opportunities in which she scored six points, and then all of a sudden she fouls out with her fifth foul, That uh, much to the chagrin of the uh, Bedford North Lawrence faithful. But uh, right. Emma Brown. Had about uh, had two, all of two points to that point. She scores the last four points of the ball game, and they win it by four. Wow, wow, what a great day of basketball uh, at Gainbridge Field! That's really four solid basketball games. And uh, Mark, I would be remiss if I didn't at least mention that uh, you, in fact, everybody knows, are the voice of the Indianapolis 500 and uh, the circuit, the uh, the IRL circuit, IndyCar circuit. You're getting started next week, right, down in Florida. Yeah, uh, you know, how I feel about St. Petersburg, Florida, it's heaven on earth. And, uh, boy, I'm as excited about uh, the series as I have been in a long, long time. I mean, uh, we've got a great crop of rookies coming in. Uh, we'll see if Will Power can defend his championship. You know, last year, if you remember, Coach, Will Power was able to win the NTT IndyCar Series championship, and he won one race because it was consistency in those top – three finishes that kind mm-hmm. of buoyed him to that championship. And quite frankly, I think it's going to be that kind of year again, Coach. I don't think anybody's going to run off on hide like Scott Dixon did a couple <laughs> of years ago. And uh, it's, it's as competitive as it has ever been. And before you know it, we'll all converge upon 16th in Georgetown in May, and uh, it all will be right with the world, as they say. He's the best. Mark James on the call of Fairfield's win over Corden Central in 3A and uh, Bedford North Lawrence's win over Fishers in 4A girls basketball. Mark, thanks so much. Great to see you. Thanks for the call. Have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you next weekend live from Florida. Always a pleasure, Coach. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thanks so much. Coming up, more girls basketball. After the scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk.
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Second and last update of the night from me. Before I give you guys all the high school scores for the last time, the exciting Indiana Girls State Championships in action tonight. I'll do that at the 45 break. Let's go around the league. Everything professional that happened today. The Indiana Pacers defeated the Orlando Magic 121-108. to Elsewhere in the NBA, the Toronto Raptors beat the Detroit Pistons 95-91. The Charlotte Hornets were victorious against the Miami Heat 108-103. The New York Knicks were over the New... The, New Orleans Pelicans, 128-106. The Memphis Grizzlies upset the Denver Nuggets at home, 112-94. The Boston Celtics eked out a close one against the 76ers, 110-107. And the Utah Jazz would come back from behind to defeat the San Antonio Spurs, 118-102. If you follow the XFL, the D.C. Defenders beat the Vegas Vipers in what, by all accounts, is a low-scoring game for football. 18-6 in favor of the D.C. Defenders. They're now 2-0 on the season. The Vipers fall to 0 and 2 in hockey the national hockey league the columbus blue jackets beat the edmonton oilers 6 to 5 the washington capitals were victorious over the new york rangers 6 to 3 the pittsburgh penguins beat the st louis blues 3 to 2 in overtime the ducks beat the hurricanes 3 to 2 the senators beat the canadians 5 to 2 and the flyers were blanked against the new jersey devils 7 to nothing we got one more update coming in 15 for network indiana sports i'm sam fritz Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org. Girls Basketball Championship uh, today. The 3A title goes to Fairfield. They beat Cord in Central 49-42. With me from WKLO, our good friend David Deaton. And David, I know it's a disappointing day for Cord in Central. It was a, a good, solid game. Fairfield with a, was very impressive, but... Uh, to play for a championship is something that's uh, quite, quite impressive for this talented uh, group at Corridon Central. Yeah, it's it's truly impressive. And this was a program coach that I mentioned it last night. Hadn't been back in 18 years, 2005. I mean, the last time yeah. the Lady Panthers yeah. played in the state finals, it was called Conseco Fieldhouse. I mean, he's gone through a couple of name changes, obviously, <laughs> since then. But, you know, right. the, the fans really... The fans really showed up today. The community, of course, and just uh, they threw their full support behind the girls, and they definitely felt their presence, obviously, throughout the course of the tournament, starting on their home floor. Back in the first week of February, all the way to Charlestown for the regional, and then out to Jasper for the semi-state. Right. And then today, you know, Panther Nation showed up big, and 
that really, I think, bolstered the girls a lot. But, I mean, to Fairfield's credit, what a tremendous team. What a great job Brody Garber, his wife Amy, and their coaching staff have done there at Fairfield. They've got a tremendous daughter as a player, Bria Garber. Had a fantastic game today. Corridan really couldn't stop her from getting to the basket. And, you know, tried to make some adjustments, tried to use their trap. And Fairfield was ready for just about everything Gordon threw at him, it, it seemed, today. And getting to the free throw line was a huge difference as well. And, you know, uh, Ava Weber, the 5'11 senior for Corridan, who is the all-time leading scorer there, she graduates with that. Had a really good game today. Tried to put the team on her back there late, but they just couldn't quite get those couple of shots they needed to even things up or even get the lead in the second half. And, that's all because of Fairfield and the way they played today. So, you know, this Corridan team, nothing to hang their heads about. They had a tremendous season, 27-3. and And for them to get there to the state finals and to take this community on this kind of a ride was just a, mm-hmm. a tremendous thing to watch and uh, just a great group of girls that, that got a chance to do this and got a chance to experience what it's like to play in, the, in an arena like that and play on a stage like that as well. Hey, 27 wins is, is incredible. I mean, put that in perspective. You go 27 and 3 and play for a championship. I mean, honestly, at the beginning of the year, did people think that was possible? Well, I, I think the girls definitely thought that. I mean, I'll say this I, I talked to the three seniors on the team. They have dreamt about going to state since they were in third grade, and they, they wanted right. to see if they could get the opportunity to do that. I think we, we knew that they were a sectional contender. We knew that they could do that. And then the rest of it's just like, all right, let's see, well, who do they get in this round, and how do things right, fall into right. place? And the, the, the team continued to improve throughout the year. And then in the tournament, they just kept, you know, they just kept getting better. The bench kept getting better. The leadership was fantastic all season. The three seniors, Ava Weber, Bailey Orm, and Bree Edwards, just did a magnificent job leading the team and really made it a lot easier on the coaching staff as well. And, again, just a great group of high-character girls as well. So, you know, the, the further they went, the more confident they got. And then it just became, well, now we believe we can do it. We know we can do it. And then they got to the state finals. So, they they accomplished the goal that they had going back to the elementary <laughs> school years when they talked about it. They mm-hmm. were little kids, and you know, now they got a chance to do it. And obviously, again, like you mentioned, coach, it's disappointing when you fall short. But the fact that they played for a championship sure. and and did that for this community, I think it goes a long way. And a lot of a lot of younger girls today got a chance to watch them and got a chance to see that and maybe now they're thinking hey maybe we can get there someday as well so it, it's good all the way around even up, coming up short but again Fairfield all credit to them great job by coach Garber his staff and their kids they, they did a great job today and uh, really just had a good game plan and Corridan played well but just couldn't make those shots that they needed to down the stretch yeah again the the Garber story is is really one uh, that you have to be impressed with uh, mom, dad uh, on the coaching staff, uh, daughter, star player, mental attitude award winner, state champions. Um, you know, this is one of those feel good stories. I mean, really, really, really feel good stories uh, in our state with the with the championship, obviously by Fairfield today. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I actually got a chance to talk to Coach Garber. We had just gotten there. And we're making our way to the area where we were set up there across from the Corridan bench. And I got a chance to talk to him for a couple of minutes. And 
just seems like a, a really good person. Just seems like a really good right. family there too, right. and uh, really a class act. And has done a great job building that Fairfield program. And makes a difference when you're coaching at your alma mater, just like Josh Conrad is at Cord. And it just kind of means a little bit more when it's a school that you went to, the community you grew up in. Right. And that shows with the way Brody Garbers built his program at Fairfield, and shows with the way that that Josh Conrad and the coaching staff at Cord and have built that program as well. So. It's great to see that, and it's great to see that community support. Fairfield had a great crowd as well. Got to tip our hat to them as well. And, you know, it, it was sure. just a really good atmosphere and just a, a terrific 3A state championship game and one that none of these players that participated will soon forget, no doubt about it. So what are you doing next week? Is there any well, basketball next- to talk about next week? Absolutely, yeah. We've got the North Harrison Court and Central rivalry on Tuesday <laughs> night at Charlestown, and right. the winner of that game, we're going to be in the semifinal game Friday night uh, down at Charlestown. Salem will get the winner, so we're we're calling that game regardless of the winner on Tuesday, and uh, we're going to slide over to Lagodi Wednesday night, and we're going to see the Bulldogs take on the uh, or Orleans Bulldogs take on the Shoals Jug Rocks there over at uh, Lagodi. So, yeah, we still got basketball going, even with the girls' season over. We, we still have boys, and uh, looking forward to right. seeing what the rivalry holds on Tuesday night. That is, uh, that's, that's an exciting night. I mean, there's no question. Um, uh, th- th- that's what makes, th- to me, I think we all understand it. Sectional week is a special week. Uh, I think it's one of the most special weeks in the entire year. Uh, my uh, My grandson and I, believe that march is the best month without question because his birthday's in march my birthday's in march tournaments in march all those things but um you start out as you point out you start out with a rivalry game and um th- th- i think it's fantastic too that um we're able to get there and these should be some really really good games Oh, I think so. I think the Charlestown sectional, I mean, it's obviously mostly Mid-Southern Conference plus Madison, but I think this this sectional, Scottsburg's going to walk in as the favorite of this, but Corridon Central has had a right. tremendous boys basketball season. They're 18-5 and five going in, got a really good veteran group of players who have been around the block, have taken their lumps, and have really put together a good season. And North Harris, I mean, with Lou Lafave's teams, I know they're 9-11 and 11 right now, but you never underestimate them. They're always going to be in the hunt, and and they're always going to be ready no matter what. So it, it should be an exciting atmosphere over at the Charlestown Sports Arena Tuesday night, and excited to see what that matchup holds in December. Corridon was able to win by eight over North Harrison down in Corridon, so it should be a good matchup, and it's always a, it seems like it's going to be a competitive game Tuesday, and like I say, the winner gets Salem in the semifinals on Friday, has a chance to potentially play for that championship on Saturday night. And, you know, looking at the other side of the bracket, you got Scottsburg playing Madison, Charlestown, and Silver Creek. They're on Wednesday mm-hmm. night. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be a good sectional. And uh, what a way to start it with the county rivals from Harrison County going at it on Tuesday in that single game at Charlestown. He's David Deaton from WKLO. David, it's great to talk to you. I look forward to spending time with you next weekend. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Coach. I'm looking forward to it as well. Have a great rest of your weekend. I will. Thank you very much. Coming up, last scoreboard update of the night. It's been a very busy, busy night. Uh, it's fun. Championship Saturday special for the obvious reasons. Again, my congratulations 
to all the winners to uh, to Lanesville for for their win, Forest Park for repeating, Fairfield for the 3A championship, and Bedford North Lawrence winning the 4A championship. It's quite an accomplishment, and our congratulations to the ladies and the coaches and everyone involved. Last scoreboard update of the night with Sam Fritz, and then we'll come back and talk more about the girls' state finals down at Gainbridge Fieldhouse today. This is Indiana Sports Talk. All right, for the final time tonight, let me give you the high school basketball scores from around the state. We started off saying this. Let's get out of the way real quick. There was one boys high school basketball game tonight. Western Boone and Delphi faced off with Western Boone winning 45-31. to Girls state championship results. For the final time, the Lanesville Eagles won their first state championship 60-41 to over the Bethany Christian Bruins. The Lapel Bulldogs wanted their first state championship tonight, but they fell short to the Forest Park Rangers by 138-37. The Fairfield Falcons were victorious 49-42 in the 3A state championships over the Cord and Central Panthers. And in 4A, the Bedford North Lawrence Stars are your state champ- girls' state championships over the Fishers Tigers 46-42. IU upsets Purdue tonight in West Lafayette, 79 to 71. Notre Dame falls short to the Wake Forest Demon Deacon, 66 to 58. The Ball State Cardinals fell to the Eastern Michigan Eagles, 75 to 68. Your Indiana Pacers were victorious, 121 to 108. And we had some Indianapolis hockey in action tonight. Shout out to Elijah for the heads up there. The Indy Fuel fell to the Cincinnati Cyclones, 7 to 1. And the Fort Wayne Comets played tonight as well. They are currently in Savannah doing a back-to-back against the Ghost Pirates. They lost last night 3-2, and they lost again tonight 3-0. That is it for me. Hope everybody has a great night. I'll see you next time for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. back this is indiana sports talk it's brought to you by indiana donor network driven the number two save lives.org sign up today help lives in the future anyone can sign up no age limits no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor every 10 minutes someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list there are more than 1,000 Hoosiers waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. And by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. So why would you not want to go to their website? It's driven, the number two, savelives.org. Great games at Gainbridge Fieldhouse today. We've talked about girls' championships. Let's kind of go back and review the single-A game uh, the championship went to. The Lanesville um uh, Lanesville Eagles, very impressive win, um, a, a strong win over uh, Bethany Christian, 61-40 to the final in that one. Uh, the 2A championship uh, was a battle between the defending champs in Forest Park and LaPel. Uh, very, very impressive win. Um, had a chance after the game... Um, 
the uh, we're going to go to Josh Conrad. Uh, I, I changed the order on you, on, on you, uh, uh, Elijah. I changed the order, so we're just going to go to Josh Conrad after the game. Uh, Josh Conrad had a chance to talk with the. Um, uh, the IHSA Champions Radio Network, his comments uh, here, at, and this is post-game conversation after the win. Coach Conrad, just a tough outcome for your ball club tonight, but my gosh, you never stopped fighting. No, we didn't stop fighting. No, they just, uh, you know, you look up at the stats and it says three for 26 from the three-point line, three free throws. You know, it's kind of hard to overcome that 16-point differential on the free throws right there. Uh, just early on, just weren't moving our feet defensively. That got us in trouble. Third quarter, you had trouble scoring, but your kids never gave up. You came out in the fourth quarter. You made this down to a one-possession game at one point. Uh, you had to be proud of the effort of your ball club. Yeah, I'm really proud. You know, we hit that three and then kind of got the offensive foul called on us. That was a big change of the game. You know, you, you kind of worked out to get back into it, and then that happens. That kind of, you know, I guess uh, just kind of kills you right there. What can you say about the play by Ava Weber? 23 points, 16 rebounds for the senior. Ava's just tremendous. She does a good job. She has been for four years. Uh, all three of our seniors have, Bailey and uh, Bree. You just got to love them being a part of your program. Looks like all of South Harrison County is here in the Gamebridge Fieldhouse tonight. What's this community support meant to your team? It's great. The, the community's been having our back, and you got to appreciate that. And you got to love to see them out and just have fun with them. You've got three seniors who played their last game for the Corden Central Panthers today, Coach. Yeah, it's just uh, – it's crazy because they were they were here whenever I took the job and you know they were just three good ones to come up with and grow up with. Well coach, a fantastic season. Congratulations to you and the Panthers, and we wish you all the best in the future. Be proud of what you did this season. Thank you. That's coach, uh, that's the uh, Corden Central head coach. We 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 I misidentified him. Uh that was um um, talking after their loss to four, uh, to Fairfield, 49-42 in, in the final there in the uh, in the 2A championship, uh, excuse me, the 3A championship. So it was, um, you know, a, a, it was Corden Central losing to Fairfield, Fairfield winning at 49-42. A little later we'll talk with uh, Coach Garber at um, Fairfield. And um, we have um, – you know, it's just one of those great – this wraps up a great girls' basketball season. We talked about it earlier, and Greg Raystraw and I did it when we did the pairing show, talking about um, the balance, with, you know, the, the upset of South Bend, Washington in 4A, I think, was one of the major stories. But we thought in the remaining classes that there, were, uh, there was a lot of balance and the championship games would be pretty interesting when we got to that point. And clearly – these were four well-played games relatively close throughout the day. And so we'll come back and wrap it up and talk more about that after this final break and some final thoughts on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Four great championships at uh, Gainbridge Fieldhouse. The 2A championship goes back to... Forest Park, the Rangers with a uh, dramatic 38-37 win uh, in in that one over um, a good lapel team. 
after the ball game. Coach Tony Hassenauer talked to the IHSA Champions Radio Network. Here's that conversation. Talking with the coach, Tony Hassenauer. Coach, back-to-back, how does it feel? Uh, <laughs> a little speechless right now, for sure. I mean, this is an unbelievable uh, feeling, and um, I, I'm just so thrilled right now. I, I can't hardly put it into words. So you guys obviously were facing that deficit at halftime. You guys go up on a really big run in that third quarter, but man, what did you tell your team as LaPel was starting to stay with you throughout that second half? I just told them that defense was going to win this game for us, and you know, I think the girls did a great job of, of buying into that all year, and uh, you know, we were able to get the stop when we needed it there at the end and come out on top. So now what do you tell your team? Obviously, it was sort of, what were you telling your team, but also just keeping things going there and now going through that final shot there through that last sequence. Yeah, that final shot felt like it took about five minutes for it to leave her hand and hit off the rim. So uh, it, it's kind of all a blur right now. Uh, I'm just so happy, so thrilled, so proud. Sticking right with your defensive average all season long. Heck of a defensive effort here. Now, how does it look going for next season for you guys? Oh, we'll worry about that in the offseason right now. We're going to enjoy this one and, and uh, soak it up as much as we can. Go do that, Coach. Congratulations. Thank you. Back to you guys. That's Kurt Darling from the IHSA Champions Radio Network talking to Tony Hassenauer from Forest Park. Um, repeat as two A champions. I tell you what, that's an accomplishment. It really is. It's hard to win back-to-back championships in any sport at any level. It's very, very hard. And it was a dramatic game, as you talk about. LaPel has uh, the last shot, last look, uh, doesn't go. Um, and uh, a great day of basketball, a really, really solid day of basketball. So my congratulations again to Lanesville for winning the single-A championship, the 2A title. Uh, that one... Uh, was you know another great win there we just talked about it for Forest Park Fairfield wins the 3A title and just recently concluded not long ago uh, Bedford North Lawrence beating Fishers 46 to 42 tremendous year of basketball congratulations to all all the uh, young ladies involved and we now turn our attention to Tuesday night around the state as the boys begin the first round of the sectionals uh, um, should be another solid year, a solid tournament. And so I encourage you, as always, get out, support your local student athletes, do it the right way, have fun, respect the game, respect everybody involved in the game. Again, our congratulations to the ladies and coaches who won today. A great win by uh, IU over Purdue. Uh, Wabash going to the Division Three National Championship again. Lots of great things going on uh, in basketball around our state. Thanks to our great stations for bringing the show every Friday and Saturday night. Thanks a lot uh, to uh, Sam Fritz and Jacob, excuse me, Elijah Robertson. And thanks to all of our great stations for bringing the show every Friday and Saturday night. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports.